Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, welcome to American Liberties Call, the Wednesday night call. It is May 31st, the end of May. Tomorrow, June 1st. And, um, you know, last week, uh, you know, I had the subject. Usually I don't put a subject up there. It was never give up. And the more that I, you know, the more I think about and read to POTUS.com and uh, excuse me, to POTUS, the book, uh, the the complaint that went to uh, the president, and I read the memorandum of law, now what really hits me, hits home, and I, I almost every night I sleep with this, how, how important and how great that taxpayer's bill of rights is. Now a lot of people, some not a lot of people, but some people will write back and say, "Well, that's for taxpayers only." Well, yeah, it is, and I could be a taxpayer, right? And then again, I could not be a taxpayer. What determines me being a taxpayer or not is how they respond to to the number one. I have a I have a right to a clear explanation of the law that answer to that right there will determine if I'm a taxpayer now it could I could be a taxpayer and yet because of section 83 I just don't have any taxes to pay right now and I and I'm a taxpayer when I go to the gas pump and 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 to get beer or, and and so forth you know we're all taxpayers regardless of you know uh, now we're not taxpayers under maybe Section One, but again, that is to be determined on on a few certain issues. Whether you want to argue those issues or not, uh, it, it's up to you. You got we have so many issues to argue. It's great. It's wonderful. And if and if you don't know what all the issues are, I would recommend you become a joiner to the criminal complaint that was sent to to Congress back in 2006 because you get a memorandum of law, a 58-page memorandum of law, and there's right in there you got issue A, B, and C almost all through the alphabet. And it, or or you can get Take from Caesar Volume 1 off of wevgov.com, same yeah. thing. Yeah, and, um, and, and it goes through all the issues, and it's good, real good study material. I was talking to the guy the other day, and he said, you know, he says, he thanks God almost every day about Dave, Dave Maryland. And, I, and, and, and oh, we almost had church on the phone. <laughs> I said, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm blessed to know Dave and be friends with him because 
you know, with all the people out there, and I, I'm, I'm not going to knock them because they believe what they believe, and they and 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 they don't want to, and some people don't want to admit they're wrong, or 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 they don't want to give in just a little bit because it's a sign of weakness, whatever their reasons are. I really I'll knock them. Yeah, Dave will knock them, but I won't. But the thing, <laughs> but the the thing of it is, is that you know David is so on point. Because he he argues the statutes and statutes only, and it shows you know for the people who say well statutes don't apply to me well they may they may and they may not they do apply to show that they don't apply to you if you can make sense out of that okay and you know if if you know and and people will say well Chris you're you're admitting you're a citizen of the United States no I'm not my my position is. If you say who you say I am, which is a citizen of the United States, I'll stipulate long enough that I'm not named in the statutes. I'm only named in the regulations, and the regulations cannot deviate from statute. Now, where did I learn that? From David. Now, some people will say, well, you know, I just can't remember that. Well, you can remember your name because you said it so many darn times. How about studying and and practicing in the mirror what to say and how to say it? Voice reflection is always good. Learn voice reflection in, in making a point. You know, like somebody will say, well, I didn't kill my wife. Okay, he's just making a flat statement. I didn't kill my wife. But he says, I didn't kill my wife. Well, who did you kill? You know, so voice inflection is really important, too, if when you're talking to, to a, an agent or something like this. But in a letter form and all this, you got the taxpayer's bill of rights right there. I would sign the bottom of the taxpayer's bill of rights and say, hey, I agree to all the terms right here. Let's start with number one, Okay. This is an agreement between you and I. You're going to give me all the answers to the questions that I want because I demand a clear explanation and you are to provide it for me. Now, the other important thing I want to uh, read, uh, say, is just recently, you know how Dave, David, when he talks about Section 83, he'll also use the regulations? Why? Because in in the Internal Revenue Manual, which is enforceable now because of the uh, uh, 98 uh, Re- Reconstruction Act, the Internal Revenue Manual 4.10.7.2.3.4, it says, authority of the regulation, the service, which means the IRS service, is bound by the regulations the court the courts are not so the service is bound by the regulations and the regulations must support the statute and so here here david has shown us we got the statutes and the regulations that the service meaning the irs service has are engaged to enforce they have to. They can't look anywhere. And when they don't, what does the regulations say? Well, in the regulations, um, under 30.0 uh, CFR, this is, 
31, <clears throat> Section 210, Cooperation of Official uh, Inquiries. Employees directed by competent department and other federal authority to provide oral or written response to questions or to provide document and other material concerning matters of official interest shall be timely respond fully, truthfully, and when required under oath. I'm telling you, folks, the regulations is um, the the taxpayers' bill of rights is a a ticket. I mean, it is a ticket. Use accordingly. And that's why I think it's important to uh, – I'll, I'll, I'll write the IRM. Uh, let's see. Are you on uh, – yeah, you, of course you're on chat. You wrote it in there. I'll copy and paste it in there, uh, Illinois. Um, David has given us all the materials. And, and another question came up today. You know, Dave sounds like he wants to leave and get out of this. Well, you know <clears> – <throat> If Dave was to leave tomorrow, get get on a rocket and go someplace, he he left he has left behind all the material, all the stuff that we need. <coughs> if you if you <coughs> if you take just the the memorandum of law. You got the memorandum of law that you can stand on. You can, you know, retype it out and copy it or whatever, and 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 write your own memorandum of, on that. You got the Tupotus.com complaint. You got the uh, Section 83, the code breaker. You got all the books, videos, and material, and you got the, all the tools, functions, and features. Your computer, your keyboard. You got a brain. You can start doing it yourself, and you know it's good that you do start right, even if you're not in a conflict. Start writing it out. You'll start learning. You'll start remembering. You'll start recalling, and more importantly, take these phrases that we give you in in your learning and start practicing them in front of the mirror. That's what I did in front of a grand jury. I started. Uh, I practiced in front of the grand grand jury like the agent what you know the questions are, are going to be asked of me and how I was going to respond and um, and I've always wanted to stay collected and cool and and not lose focus and and I and I gotta admit I did a good job and I'm not bragging I just I, I would say I did a bad job if I did a bad job would, would I be bragging no and I and uh, but I did a good job and could I have done better Probably so, but the fact is, I never heard from back from the grand jury because I put a lot of work and effort into it. That's why, and and I um, and pretty soon I want to have just little calls on TalkShoe or private calls where we can all get together and 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 learn from from each other as well instead of just one call a week, you know, and uh, and so forth. So anyhow, that's what I wanted to say, and that's what I wanted to get off. So while uh, Dave is talking, I'm going to go ahead and paste that that IRM uh, uh, section in there again, and uh, and I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Dave. Dave, please <clears throat> take it over. Well, I hey, thanks, go. Chris. Thank you. Um, 
29 years in this. April 15th was my anniversary. 29 years. And I can't even pay the bills with what we sell. And it's because the American doesn't want to learn anything about the law. They're terrified of government, and they refuse to pick up the battle until the battle comes to them. Then you have the anti-tax movement, the rest the movement, most of whom know absolutely nothing. Please keep it on point in the chat. Um, They know absolutely nothing, and they refuse to learn. And when you tell them that you know something, they libel you and slander you and appear on these calls and call me names. Why would I stay in this? I have wasted 29 years on the American. Why would I stay? And I still get questions that reveal to me that no one in the movement knows how to take on government. They don't know how to write a pleading. They couldn't write a memorandum to save their lives. And I'm the one that gets libeled by a pack of morons that refuse to even do the work. Notorial protest, acquiescence, tacit acquiescence, uh, dismiss the ticket, Your Honor. I got an idea. Why don't you argue the damn law? Has the Motor Vehicle Code ever been written to apply to anything other than those engaged in commerce? We don't know. Well, I've already told you how to do the research, and I can't get anybody to do it in appreciable numbers anyway so that I can even put bread on the table. Americans are a waste of time because they have utterly no sense of civic duty. Now, I'm going to give you a great example right here. On um, on wevgov.com, on the, um, on the uh, Motor Vehicle Code page, near the top of the page, there's a, a string of links for Google, AltaVista, Bing, Yahoo, different search engines with open as a matter of right to public vehicular travel loaded into them. You click on Google today, 38 million hits. That's the most I've ever gotten on that phrase. A couple of months ago on my website, you clicked on that link and it would give you like 2,800 results, search results. Today, it's 38 million. Okay, so now this is a reflection on the movement. How long have these findings been available in the form of a course that you can take? 2006. 2006. And I can't sell a course. It's in the law everywhere, which means the movement won't even teach somebody how to defend a protection that is in statute because they're morons. I got a protection in statute. So what? 
we're sui juris to the third power. We don't need to be able to access the courts or anything. Now, what's your number so I can call you when I'm sitting in prison wearing boxer shorts four sizes too big and I got pee dribbling down my leg? That's the movement. And it's disgusting. If they have if they had a statute that says the cops shall not pull over anybody who wasn't committing a moving violation and they got pulled over for not wearing a seatbelt, which is obviously not a moving violation, they wouldn't even know what to do to go into uh, to court. They wouldn't even know. I got a statute that prohibits what the government did to me, and I can't even defend myself because I'm sui juris to the third power. I got a whole room full of documents that say non-resident alien, and I can't sell a course. Why would I stay in this? Eleven years. That public vehicular travel course has been available on flash drive or DVD. And I haven't sold 30 of them in 11 years. What would possibly coerce me or tempt me to stay in this? And yet, on this particular chat I'm about to give you, the name of it is Expert Law. And they take up this topic of right to travel. And look, I just pasted it into the chat for anybody that's only on the phone. Uh, if you went to expertlaw.com, uh, which is a lie because these people are not experts, expertlaw.com, and if you did a search for uh, right to travel is not a myth, you'll come up with this blog. And look at the way the ignoramuses that are the senior members treat the uh, the junior member that comes in and says, right to travel is not a myth. Look at this. I found all this stuff. And it's obvious, a copy and paste off of my website of all those provisions that say open as a matter of right to public vehicular sta uh, travel. State statutes and municipal code, a whole list of them. And look at the treatment that this guy gets by the experts on this blog. It will reveal to anybody that's been listening to me for any appreciable amount of time that these people don't even know the power of statute themselves. They're senior members and they call themselves experts. CBG joined in June of 06, Massachusetts, posted 21,797 posts on this website. And September 3rd of 016, he replies to this guy saying, oh, dear God, another one of these trolls. He just gave you a mountain of authorities that said right to travel. And he's labeled a troll. And the junior member responds, it is a legitimate, legitimate topic. Your, uh, your response is nothing more than an insult, not an intelligent answer at all. Let's label it troll and try to kill this before it starts, right? We so like to label things we do not understand. 
Remember, I asked for intelligent answers, and you label me a troll at the get-go. Are you 12? Well, that's a pretty good response. Uh, he, if it was me, somebody would say, boy, Dave really held his tongue on this guy. He immediately gets throttled for providing statutory proof. Really? <laughs> wow. So in the next few days, if I find time, I'm going to enter this blog and pose the question. You presume, because you didn't reference law, you just say, oh, this is, we aren't going to talk about it. Well, you didn't reference law to prove he's wrong. He referenced law to prove you're wrong. The rules have to go on the record. And uh, you, you've probably heard stories, yeah, my motion was dismissed because I didn't supply a rebuttal to the prosecutor's objections. Yeah, that's the way it's done. You quote the law. If you're wrong, they provide the alternate interpretation or the exception that you missed and put it on the record. But if they don't, you prevail. Well, not on this expert law blog. Statute doesn't mean anything because I know already know everything. Well, what if they change statute? What if there's statutes you haven't read yet? Well, I'm right and you're wrong, so so what? Really? It's amazing. And right off the mark, this guy's throttled as a as a patriot movement troll. And that's what you're up against in this business, which it really isn't a business at all. Uh, nobody's interested. I might be able to sell something to an attorney, but the uh, the movement, they simply don't care. Now, uh, on the call is other property. Other property received a document from me about a week ago, and uh, I didn't tell them what the document was. I uh, just said, read it and give me your opinion. and. Uh, he came right out and libeled me, called me Tesla. <clears throat> no, really. He was he was doing handstands and jumping jacks at the same time over uh, how that document rocked his world. And I told him, I did it in a week. It took me four days to develop the idea and three days to write the patent application, first patent application I ever wrote. And I patented the idea. I got inspired to create something a week prior, and in one week, I patented it. An engineer in California asked me, where'd you get your technical background? And I said, tax lawyer. Uh, the property says, I still am amazed. Now, this had nothing to do with law. It had only to do with engineering and other property, who's a state-licensed independent contractor uh, electrician who knows all about the state code and electricity, and he's been doing it his whole life, the document amazed him. And it was a step totally out of my existence to patent an engineering idea that I had. Anybody that wants a copy of that document, send Chris Chapman $100. And if I could do that in one week, not even in my field, what can I do to the tax code in five years? 
What can I do to American jurisprudence in 29 years? And the monkeys in the movement just sit there and squeeze their pimples at me while their good students go to jail. It sucks all day long. So, yeah, I'm leaving. (laughs) I'm leaving. Uh, It's disgusting. I've wasted my life on the American. Too late to marry and raise raise children now. So, yeah. Um, The... uh, so if you want proof, uh, you can go to other people who will use the, the words to describe me. But if you want proof that really uh, I'm a cut above these other people that are looking at the law, buy the document. Send Chris Chapman $100. He'll tell you how to get it to him. I've got courses for sale on wevgov.com. One of them is the public vehicular travel course. And... uh The question is not, look, I got the right to travel. All these cases and these ordinances say so. The argument is you go to the beginning of the motor vehicle code and you're going to find restrictive definitions. None of this is anything that is not in the video on my YouTube channel about public vehicular travel. And so take the video. Research law that way. Use that methodology. I'll be right back. My email is AmericanLiberties.LLC at gmail.com. I'm going to paste it in the chat. So uh, I've got this statutory claim, and I took it to the limit. None of the courts that it's been in can provide the answer to the challenge. I have a motor vehicle code that began as a very restricted code, applicable or relevant to only those engaged in commerce on the streets. When did the legislature change the intent of the Motor Vehicle Code to apply to those who are not engaged in commerce? That's a statutory argument. That's the primary argument. You always make the statutory argument before they have their way with you. You can make all the other arguments you want, but when you've lost all your other, char- all your other uh, arguments, you're going to be forced to argue the law. Would you like an argument in that frame? Or would you like to just ignore me? Because I'm the only one with a statutory argument. Thanks to Kurt Riggin, who did the primary research. I married my research to his. And that course, Public Vehicular Travel, on wevgov.com is the result. Take the tutorials that are free online. Buy the course. Buy the publication, Public Vehicular Travel, America's Forgotten Right. And you'll have all the proof you need that expertlaw.com senior members don't know squat. They'll look right at a statute and call you a troll for mentioning it. Oh, expert law, you must be in the patriot movement because you don't know anything and you call yourself an expert. That equals patriot movement. Other property says $100 is a very fair price for all the information within that provisional patent application. Thank you. (laughs) Um, If that doesn't prove to you, uh, 
Remember, 2009, I took a one-week detour from law because I got an idea for a product that uh, is uh, very specific, uh, specifically engineered, a brand-new device. Nobody had invented one like it before. One week. Four days of diagrams while I took parts off and on on my diagram on my whiteboard and finally got it down to its most essential parts and elements. And then I drew some diagrams for finality and then patented it. One week. Never patented anything before. Do you hear anybody from the movement saying anything like that? It's not weird. It's ambidextrous. I can think with both halves of my brain. And the movement can't. So the uh, public vehicular travel argument, like I said, on my website, wevgov.com, I got 38 million hits on the Google link. I'm on the uh, motor vehicle code page of wevgov.com. I click on Bing. Bing gives me 53 million results. I click on Yahoo. Yahoo gives me, uh, they don't even tell me how many results. Oh, 85,000. And then I click on Alta Vista. And on Alta Vista, which is Yahoo, I get the 53, 54 million hits. So it's hot right now. If you clicked on one of those links for those search engines on the Motor Vehicle Code page, you're going to find tens of millions of hits for open as a matter of right to public vehicular travel. Now, can we make the statutory argument? Well, no, I'm sui juris to the third power. Uh, I don't have a car anymore. They took that. Can you see a difference? And somebody actually asked, why would Dave, is Dave really leaving? This has been a disgusting existence. The people that know me, you've already picked up the torch. You're probably a joiner on the, one of the criminal complaints. Yay, you're learning. Great. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the victims of the movement who think they've actually got some protections out there. Well, when they want you, they'll come for you, and you won't have an argument. Even when you know statute, it's hard enough to get a victory. So if you don't know statute... You're further from victory, period. Because you don't say, I'm sui juris, so I can arrest you. You have to be able to say, you're breaking statute to take my money. I can arrest you. And you can't prove that until you know statute. You have to know code pleading to go on the offense, or you'll be one of these hermits in the patriot movement, uh, living, you know, Paycheck to paycheck, but at least you've got your sovereignty. Oh, yeah. And you're looking over your shoulder every time you go through town. That's not me. And you don't get there unless you know code pleading. And I, t- I got to tell you, man, that expert law blog really pissed me off. Uh, this last two weeks, uh, I've noticed that I have a real heightened lack of patience. And for the last two weeks, uh, I've been calling a spade a spade. I really have. 
And uh, this is just another example. And then Chris comments that somebody, is Dave really leaving? Yeah, I've left everything in course form that you need to know to be an absolute hellion. And I still can't sell a course. And so it's really tough, folks. And uh, for anybody that doesn't know me, you know, you don't know what I teach. Uh, you really have to be quiet for a while until you see the direction I'm going. How many people in the movement have set up a city to lose in a civil lawsuit and collected a check for $15,055 in damages? I did that. And I hired a lawyer to take the suit. He dis uh, she disappointed me, so I fired her and hired another attorney. He disappointed me, so I fired him and hired another attorney. And with only three weeks left till trial, that third attorney tore the arms off of the city of Kirkland and clubbed them like a baby seal with those arms. And she got me a $15,055 check, and I spent the money. Because Kirkland violated the law statute in exactly the way I knew they were going to, I pushed them that direction. And then just before the statute of limitations ran out on my right to sue them for that violation, five years, I sued them for four and a half years of violation of the State Public Disclosure Act, and I got uh, 3,011 days worth of violations at $5 a day. <laughs> so uh, can you see a difference? Hey, Dave. I'm going to file a federal civil rights lawsuit. Yep, 42 U.S.C., 1981, 1982, 1983, 1984, 1985, and 1986. And what does Dave say? Well, to plead under 1981, 2, 5, and 6, you have to plead a class-based animus. You have to plead that they did it or your religion, your race, your creed. Oh, well, I don't have any of those claims. Well, then you better take one, two, five, and six the hell out of your civil complaint, shouldn't you? Gee, how did Dave know that? Probably because I did more research. We've never heard Dave mention civil rights litigation before. Yeah, it's not relevant to the calls I do, but here it is. Somebody mentions to me, yeah, 1981 and 1982. And I said, do you know you have to plead a race or class-based animus to qualify for relief under those statutes? No. How do you know that? Well, it's because I read a few hundred cases under the Civil Rights Act. When somebody in the patriot movement says something, you say, how do you know that? Oh, I just put my finger to the wind and I felt a sui juris breeze in the morning. I love the smell of sweet jurist in the morning. That's all they got for you. A bunch of putzes theorizing while they libel me. There's nothing to debate. They've never learned a thing. So what's to debate? I've been dying, these, dying for these people to prove me wrong since 1993. Carl Granzi. Dave doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, let's get a debate here. Section 83, what do you know about it? Nothing, but Dave doesn't know what he's talking about. Okay, so you don't know anything, and you're telling other people, I don't know anything? That's the movement. You have to break free. 
and learn code pleading, or you're going to remain the bump on the log that the cops joke about at their Christmas parties. They don't joke about me at Christmas parties. Uh, Lewis Ewing, uh, this is probably 10 years ago, Lewis Ewing knew somebody that knew a judge. And every, I think it's every quarter, it might be every month, on a Thursday, the judges in Washington meet at a great big hotel near the Seattle-Tacoma International Airport. And this person told Lewis Ewing that at every one of those judges' conferences, one, two, or all three of these names are mentioned and not as a joke. Kurt Riggin, Lewis Ewing, and David Merland. So do you want to be a sui juris joke? Or do you want to be somebody that the judge tells the cops, don't bring him into my courtroom unless he's breaking arms and burglarizing homes because every time you bring him in here, he files criminal complaints against me under state law because we break the rules all the time. And so he's got no place in this court. You can't get there unless you're code pleader. If you want to play tiddlywinks, ignore me. If you want some respect for public servants by proving that the handcuffs really ought to go on them, you buy my courses. And my tune has not changed. Christopher J. on the call, other property. Uh, let's see. I think Avid Hut, but definitely Warrior, Attila uh, 55, and I think Hyperloose. They've all uh, studied others. And whose call are they on? They're on my call. And who do they not libel when we unblock them from the chat? They don't libel me. L.T. Oates has been on these calls a bunch of times. He watched the work I've done shut down the IRS's criminal investigation against him. Chris watched my work shut down the grand jury the DOJ had convened against him. And we've seen more than a dozen people identically situated not go to prison or close down their grand jury investigation or close down the IRS criminal investigation using my work, and no one else can claim that. Uh, there are people doing good work in traffic court. There are people doing terrible work. Um, and on state income tax, those are the big three, and I really don't like branching outside of those because those are the biggest remedy. If you stop the state and the Fed and the cities from stealing, do you know how small government would be? That's the single biggest solution. Stop stealing my money. That way I don't have to talk to public servants as often. I talked to a guy just uh, a week ago. He got out of prison. I had counseled him before he went in. And he says, it's exactly as you told me it would be. How did you know, Dave? I talked to a bunch of people who have been to prison. Truth be told, I've been in there on false charges. Yeah, so I know all about it. This is all I've done. And I've paid way too much of my own life to stay in this. And one of those monkeys just entered the chat. Section 83, nonsense, duh. 
but he can't talk about it. Probably because he can't really even talk, speak a language. It's that bad. You try to talk to these idiots, and all they do is say, I can't get my fist out of my nose, and so I sound like I'm nasal, but you're wrong, and I can't prove it. That's the patriot movement. There's a word for this. I don't know how to spell stupid in four letters, but that's the only way to really emphasize the situation. 29 years wasted on this. 83, nonsense, but we can't even read it. <laughs> yeah, you can't even, you're just like Pete Hendrickson. It's gibberish. He calls it gibberish on his website. Here am I, Pete Hendrickson. The statute that explains how to tax you is gibberish, and so I can ignore it. It's, it's gibberish, so I can ignore it. Isn't life easy? Life is so easy to be Pete Hendrickson. Just ignore the law because it's gibberish. Wow. I got into it and immediately read 80 cases about it. And I found a bunch of cases that said it explains how to tax your paycheck. And the people that say it's gibberish call it nonsense. <laughs> so the Patriot Movement chooses to lose. I'm, on the, I'm all the way on the other end, on the winner's end. Track and field. My job was always to make you look really bad because you thought you could beat me in the high jump or the triple jump, and I made everybody look terrible. Bartending. Fastest bartender you ever saw. 6'3", long, wiry arms, big hands, photographic memory. And then the IRS pissed me off. Bam. Five years later, I got a treatise. 2009, I say, you know, I need a certain device to handle a certain combustible material. And four days of diagrams, I designed a device and three days later, after I wrote the patent application, I patented it. Who does that? Takes a total detour from their known occupation, law, and makes a brand new device no one's invented before. And it has other property, a uh, paid, licensed uh, electrician and contractor for decades, uh, totally flabbergasted at my talents and intellect. And yet, what I say is nonsense according to people that can't understand one paragraph of law called Section 83A. Why would I stay in, the, in this occupation when I encounter, for, in large part, I have students along the way but they usually stay in the game long enough to get out of trouble, and then they go on their way. And civic duty is not part of their life, uh, their life anymore. Well, as soon as the IRS ticked me off, civic duty is, has become my entire life. Because I won't be treated by government like this. I come up with all these answers, and you got people that simply refuse and then they come onto the call to libel me. When they have to confess, 
yeah, my head is tall and pointed and covered with warts, and my glasses are about an inch thick because I stayed too long in the in the microwave oven. I didn't read the directions. I thought it was a sauna. That's who we're dealing with. And they libel me? Wow. Wow. Just amazing. So you got all this proof on uh, wevgov.com that the government's stealing every penny it gets. And it's statutory proof. The kind the Supreme Court says is all that matters. Well, if the language of the statute is clear, our job is done. And there's a million Supreme Court cases that say so. Well, I found statute that's awfully clear. Other people could have found it, but it's nonsense to them, and so they don't even have to try. All they have to do is make sure they come out here and badmouth everybody that's smarter than them. Why? Because they're Democrats. That's what Democrats do. Everybody's wrong except them. So, what's new coming down the pike? Join the White House complaint. Two POTUS will be back up and running tomorrow. And um, wevgov.com, wonderful materials there. The archives here at 87488 and at 59615, my talk shoot episode or uh, call 59615, no confidence. Start listening to those conference calls. Tell all your friends. Go out and get on a bunch of blogs and tell them wevgov.com. Not you, 83 nonsense. You can't spell that. But the rest of you, wevgov.com on these blogs and tell people uh, somebody's figured out a whole lot of things about statute that no one else argues. Nobody. Because they didn't do the work. And the biggest solution is to keep government from stealing. Because big government is the result of a budget of stolen money. And when you take away state and federal income taxes, Social Security, which is also an income tax, and the motor vehicle code, how small would government be? I don't know how many dollars that is. I'm working on my own rights and the individual rights of others that I try to help. How many dollars it is, who knows? But we know it's a lot. And if there was a lot less money going to government, we know government would be a lot smaller. And so I concentrate on three revenue streams. They're illegal. The best tax attorneys in the country can't even talk to you about these provisions that are nonsense to Pete Hendrickson because he's in the movement, that collective which does not move. It's like Democrats saying value when we know they don't have values. <laughs> so uh, the police officer on the call in Illinois says that's a fistful of pesos, David. Uh, yeah, it is. And when you count all those dollars, uh, how much smaller would government be? Uh, Chris, please block 83 nonsense. I don't want to hear a word from the, from the dude, okay? Um, so anyway, everybody, really, uh, there's an appeal filed on the 11th Circuit, an appeal filed on the 9th Circuit. 
soon to be on the Sixth Circuit from tax court, and all three of those clients are going all the way to the Supreme Court. And the big question, if the government can't even get into the language of the controlling regulations under Section 83, how is the law not void for vagueness? When it's not imposed by clear language, it's imposed by secret statutes. The government won't even talk about them. It's worse than not imposed by clear language. It's worse. And when we can't get an explanation as promised in the Taxpayers' Bill of Rights, it violates due process to collect a penny from me under the tax code. That's the question we're asking. It's gotten that terribly pathetic and simple. Three people to the Supreme Court asking, gosh, if the law is a secret, can they really do this to me? Somebody uh, first time into this, seeing that comment, they'd go, what country is this person in? Oh, they're in America. Yeah, this is, this is the way it's done in America. Was well, anybody doing anything about it? Uh, just Dave Merlin, uh, Robert McNeil, but he doesn't understand the tax code. He just sued about OMB numbers and stuff and uh, the tricks they play with the individual master file. Well, then there's Bob Schultz and We the People. Yeah, they file a lawsuit. Hey, everybody, they went on this money drive. We need a quarter million dollars to pay the attorneys. We're going to go to court, so and we have a right to redress. And so they raised a bunch of money, paid some attorneys, and went to court saying, we want the court to declare we have the right to redress. The court said, right. Now, what are you redressing? Uh, we'll get back to you. They didn't even have anything to redress. And so they just pissed away a quarter million dollars on attorneys. I'm doing this alone against the best tax attorneys the government has. Best? Yeah, on the Ninth Circuit. They just added four attorneys to that case. <laughs> Why do you need five attorneys? You've had these issues since ninth. 1994. <laughs> Nobody else is doing this to government. It's all guesswork. When you're ready to graduate from the guesswork, wevgov.com and my products, download all of these shows on 87488 and on 59615. Go to wevgov.com. Read everything. Take my tutorials on YouTube, too. The link at the top of my menu column on the website, YouTube, too. Take the free tutorials, and you'll be back on the next call. I'll see you Wednesday evening on 59615. Over and out. Chris? Yeah, hold on a minute. Uh, okay, uh, oh, I got the ball for a minute. Um, when Chris comes back... Uh, Chris, why don't you unmute Illinois Nation, the police officer, and uh, see what he has, words of encouragement for uh, the other folks on the call. In fact, go ahead. I'll invite him to the call if you just unblock him, Chris. Okay. I Illinois got, Nation. Yeah, I got him. Illinois Nation. Hold on a minute. I, I unblock him, but I want to unblock John after. Go ahead. Okay. So Illinois Nation is uh, free to speak. Am I off my rocker? Illinois Nation. Johnny he might there? be at work. 
he might be at work and unable to speak to us. Illinois Nation. Yes, yes. Hey. Hi. Oh, you want to me? What's going on? <laughs> I just had to leave for a second. I just What's want, going on? I wondered if, if you had any words of encouragement about my materials and my approach to law for the others that are on the call. I've disclosed that you're a policeman. Uh, see, you know what, Dave? What can I say? Your your words cannot express the gratitude of finding someone like you who can who can explain the truth statutorily concerning taxes and and traffic. Um, it you, you you know I I mean you put me at all. That's what all I can say. I mean you know the the products are great. Just go through them and continue listening over and over and over until it gets into your head. Um, there's, I mean, there's nothing more. I mean, I can't, David, I mean, not to, you know, pat you on the back enough, but I just can't, I can't thank you enough. I just, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> it's just the best. Okay. Uh, thanks. That that pretty much says it all. And, uh, you know, you can call me anytime. Who's next, Chris? Okay, I want to get John. John has a question that uh, uh, hear hear him out because he he it, he says it supports uh, your position. Okay, uh, hold on, man, John. Yeah, I thought I did that. Okay, okay uh, about thirty ahead, years John. ago, I got subpoenaed to a uh, federal court on um, a subpoena to um, uh, view my records by the IRS. And the judge, a nice old grandfatherly guy, looked down at me and said, well, did you receive wages? And at the time, I was following your own shift, and you use wages all the time. Yeah, sure. And all of a sudden, he turned into this monster, like the, the Nazi judge was yelling at the guy that tried to exterminate Hitler, and he's screaming and yelling, I can call the uh, uh, bailiff and have you put in, in, in custody, and I was totally intimidated. I got to admit it. You know, I didn't expect this. And uh, I, I went through the the uh, uh, procedure of, you know, ratting all over myself. And then I expected that I could appeal it, uh, saying it was a violation of uh, my rights to not be a witness against myself. And the IRS, you know, dropped the complaint, and the judge said, well, you can't go any further because they dropped the complaint. Anyway, back to the story. Um, just recently, I was in court, and it is a civil case, and I don't like to do civil, but the uh, uh, opposing attorney asked me how much wages I received. And my answer was, well, that depends on how you determine the uh, term wages. And the legal definition is not the same thing as what's in Webster's Dictionary. And he just ran right over me and kept using wages. So on my appeal, I said, well, every time you see the term wages, ignore it as an undefined term. And the counsel come back and said, well, here it is, 3401, I think it's A. I'm doing it from memory. Um, yes. Defines wages. But the, the definition of wages not only includes my remuneration, 
but the value of my benefits. Well, I worked, you know, for 13 years for this company, and I didn't go to a doctor for five years, and then I got sick, and I got uh, all kinds of examinations and operations. Well, that's all, you know, cash value of my benefits. I have no idea what it is. So how the hell can I fill out that form saying, what's your wages? And, you know, so that's where we stand now. Okay, you're totally inside the box with all of that, inside the box of limited knowledge on their part. And uh, wage, there, there is no statute in the tax code that imposes a tax on wages. It imposes a tax on income. Exactly. And so I, I, I put all that in there. And so listen, and so listen, okay? The wages have to be income in substance. And so it's not a matter of did you make wages. It's a matter of I made wages, but are those wages included in gross income by the provisions of the tax code? And that's something neither you or they were prepared to argue. Um, personally, if a judge asked me if I made wages, because I've been doing this, I would have brought up the first issue saying, wages are irrelevant, Your Honor. The tax code taxes income, not wages. Your question should be, did I make any gross income? And my answer is absolutely not, not one penny. I haven't broken any laws. There, I didn't have to argue statute. I didn't do anything, but I did tell the judge I was innocent when I told him I haven't broken any laws. And right there, the judge has a duty to, this was a, uh, a civil instance where they wanted your records, but if it was a criminal trial, you just went on record with a statement that you're innocent. Uh, and I'd wa always want to put that on the record at the earliest possible convenience. And uh, I would not have let them use the word wages. My objective, uh, so. but he kept using it. Yeah, but John, you were going to, uh, when you and I were talking, you were grateful that David uh, had the wages uh, in in his material, and you supported. Um, I forget, I forget exactly how it was. But well, what what I had said is that the definition of wages not only includes your enumeration, but also. Um, your the cash value of your benefits, right? Which, uh, right. Meaning, exactly meaning, 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 meaning that wages simply means all compensation of whatever nature from an employer. Exactly okay? right. Salary. And you spot on. Okay. But but all the documents that um, the notice levy and all that crap, it 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 doesn't include all that. It doesn't, in my Social Security, they're only including the remuneration. They're not including the remuneration plus the value of my benefits, which would mean I should be getting a lot more money from Social Security because the value of my benefits is probably twice what the hell I got in salary. But did your benefits uh, qualify as wages for social security purposes. That's a totally different Yes, exactly act. right. You're, you're spot on. That's exactly what it says. 
Okay. I, so I, I, say, I got it over memory, so, but I think it's 3401A. You're absolutely correct. FICA is 3101 through 3128. has nothing to do with Chapter 24. Okay? So you're arguing apples and oranges when you try to mix Chapter 24 with Social Security benefits questions. Uh, okay. I miss your point. So, so the, for the purposes of Social Security, if you can prove that you paid Social Security taxes on the amounts that they actually paid for benefits and everything and not just on your wage, then you would have an argument. But if you no, can't prove that you paid I, I think you, you, you hit oh. the nail right on the head. That's uh, according to what okay. you're saying. Okay, and, and, so, and so let me finish. And so, okay, I don't speak in sentences. I speak in paragraphs. Okay. When, you, when you've ironed it out how much Social Security that you paid on how much wages, if you did not pay Social Security on the benefits that they paid or the bills that they paid for medical bills, whatever, you're not entitled to Social Security benefits based on those amounts because you didn't pay Social Security based on those amounts. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, that's where I would go, is split it very carefully, saying how much in benefits did I receive, and then compare it to the amount that they say you put into Social Security to see if it was calculated based on with or without those benefits. <coughs> now, everybody, you see how we just argued inside the box, but still based on statute? They'll cheat on you outside of statute, inside of statute, at every single turn. And I'll bet you they're stealing from John here. He probably paid Social Security on those benefits, and they simply didn't include them. But um, it's up to John to find out. That's a real good question, but it's totally about the Social Security Administration and not really about the general misenforcement of, excuse me, but I'm not even subject to that tax code because I'm a citizen of the United States according to the government. You're only named in regulation, and that's where it starts. So learn just these first two arguments. The more and more you know about them, the more they'll turn you on, and the further from your rearview mirror the movement will stay. You'll see them in the rearview mirror, and you'll drive farther and farther into an understanding of the law to where you, you forget about everything you knew or thought you knew that emanated from the anti-tax movement. Uh, great question, John, and thanks, everybody, for joining the call. You could have been doing something else. I know that. Chris knows that, and we very much appreciate your presence on the call. And uh, please support Chris and American Liberties. Buy my materials. They're very inexpensive, and uh, you'll be working your way up to where you can address government the way I do. And I know it's the way... I know it's the way you want to address government, and you might be nicer people than me. You not, might not be willing to, to be as coarse as I am, but at least get to where you can speak as strongly as I do. It'll be, you know, you, you won't use the same salty language I use. I've been in this longer. I have a temper, and my patience is all gone. Uh, forgive me, and I hope I've made up for it with the uh, price of my products and uh I'll see you all on Saturday at noon Pacific on 59615. Thanks, everybody. One, Take care. One one question there, Dave. Are you there? Dave? 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 All right. Well, he didn't stay on for the question, but um, the uh, 
you know, on on his Saturday calls, he doesn't normally, I guess he doesn't normally, I'm not on him, so I don't know. Um, I guess he doesn't record them. And somebody had asked me, you know, uh, how can I get them recorded? Well, you can't record them unless he records them. And if you don't make it to the call or listen to them, then I guess you're uh, SOL. Anyhow, <clears throat> great call. Uh, the uh, Remember, uh, Taxpayer's Bill of Rights is a document. Uh, let's hear what he has to say. Um, I don't think he's on. Is he? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm releasing Section 83 nonsense. Um, I'm curious why you have your label as Section 83 nonsense. Hello? Section 83 nonsense. guess he must be a government agent. Um, they don't respond. Anyhow, um, the uh, the Section 83 is, uh, you know, it's codified. It's in the statutes. They can't say it's frivolous. Uh, the more I'm learning from, uh, like, you know, uh, uh, what do you call it? Paul Paul Mitchell is the one that brought up on the call uh on one of Angela's calls about how the IRM is enforceable by uh by the uh Reconstruction Act of nineteen ninety eight, which is pretty powerful. So and uh and if you read the IRM manual and there's so much in there to go through it, it would take it would take a year. Uh, to go through it all, <clears throat> but uh, there are people starting to go through it now and getting chunks out. Like I got, I gave you on the call today that uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, the RRA nine ninety eight full force of law, and and in the section uh, in the IRM manual, <clears throat> it's hard for me to talk. <clears throat> In the IRM manual, it uh, it also said that the service must go by the Supreme Court decisions, which says it has the same weight as the code. You would think it'd be different, you know, but uh, uh, but regardless, um, the Supreme Court decisions what counts, and. I guess they don't have to look at the appellate courts and, and definitely tax court. Tax court is only for the uh, party. Um, and, I, and I'm really subject to believe that appellate court is is hard to pull out um, to support you. But Supreme Courts, usually, uh, usually you can find whatever you need in the Supreme Court to back you up. And uh, and that has weight. In fact, that has. They say the Supreme Court is the law of the land in in the IRM manual. Of course, 
the common laws of the, uh, the supreme law of the land, but the Supreme Court, I, I guess, is to a judge by the common law. Don't know for sure, you know, the elements of all that. But anyhow, my voice is about going out. So uh, uh, in Section 80, there's a, a couple interested folks would like to hear about Section 83 nonsense. Do you have anything to say? Uh, uh, okay, there's Illinois. What is the purpose of tax court? Well, I you know I went to tax court to find <laughs> to find out what the purpose is, and uh, not rightly sure. You can win in tax court. Uh, there's been a few wins now and then, and there's some people that really um, focus on tax court. And that reminds me, I was supposed to send somebody some information about that. Um, I know who it is. Let me just write his name down so I don't forget. Okay. Um, anyhow, um, so uh, 83 nonsense. If you want to raise your hand by hitting star eight, go ahead. I'd like to have you. Uh, Give us a little introduction on what you're about. How does Section 83 apply in your filling out the tax form? Okay, well, we're not going to hear from them. It'd be just like having the commissioner of the IRS on the, on the phone. You hear silence. Anyhow, with that being said, God bless America, and this call is officially over. Good night. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.